So in 2007, I was sitting in a Wisconsin office with a pastor, and we were in conversation. And he goes like, okay, David, so um, look, we, we, we're looking for somebody to be a missions pastor, but I also want that person to be an international person. Okay, they are Americans, but, but we, we want to kind of set a record for some of the churches in America who will have other pastors from other parts of the world becoming missions pastor. And with a graduate degree in missions, um, I'd like to give you an invitation so that you come to be our missions pastor. And how about that? You, you and Lucy and the kids can come over and life will be okay. And quite friendly, that was really tempting. Because um, the years when that pastor made that offer were difficult years. Uh, we were just returning as a country from a civil crisis. And oh boy, that would have been a good time to come to America, bring the kids, settle. But after he said, you will be here and you will live life well, I kind of took my pen and I just wrote that phrase, live life. But then I ended with live life, Liberia. And before I could leave his office, I actually told him as a great friend, I, I, you know, I love him. He, he's got a great ministry. But my ministry is to live life in Liberia, not life in America. That doesn't mean I hate America, but, but if, if, if all the people with skills will leave Africa and the third world countries and come to live in America, what are we saying about what needs to be going on in the world? So it's from that conversation with that pastor that my wife and I, you know, developed this, this little ministry we call Live Life Liberia. And our mission is to transform lives, impact communities, and advance the kingdom of God in the meantime. So we decided to stay in Liberia so that God can use us to impact lives, transform communities or impact communities, and advance the kingdom of God. So that's the name of our, our ministry. And uh, as a holistic ministry, there are a number of activities that we are involved with. And through these activities or programs, God is changing people's lives and people are getting to know Christ as their Savior. So I'm not the only person in this ministry. So my wife is there with me. And our kids, and I'd like her to just introduce who our kids are and, and that we are a team uh, in ministry together. Praise the Lord. All right. We, from our picture, our family picture, we have Divina, we have Delphi, and we have Delange. We call them the three Ds. So these are our children. <laughs> Thank you. Blessings are doing ministry in third world countries or in Africa. Uh, very harsh communities is that uh, when the pastor does ministry 
with his family as a team, uh, a lot of things get taken care of. So um, I, I really just praise God for my wife and my kids. Uh, we all are involved with the ministry. Uh, the girls sing, so they lead praise and worship. Uh, I, we, we play instruments, so we, we also, you know, just the five of us can have an entire worship service. So Davina, our older daughter, runs the projector. You know, um, I, I play the guitar and, and lead worship. Delphine sings very well. Uh, she also leads worship. Uh, and then uh, Dave works with the youth, you know. And, and so God has blessed our family in the midst of difficult situations. We just thank him for that. Um, our Our ministry context, we're... Has God called us to minister? Uh, we are Liberians, and we think God has called us to be relevant at home. For those of you who don't know Liberia, Liberia is a country that was a project of the United States of America in the 1800s when uh, America decided to grant freedom to black slaves. Uh, there was an attempt by the U.S. to find a place so that these free slaves from the United States can go and live and be a free people and run their own government and take responsibility for their lives. And so the American Colonization Society went to Africa and the land that was acquired for these free slaves is what we call Liberia meaning land of liberty. And so these free slaves were going back to Africa for two reasons, or maybe three. First, that they will become the beachhead, or they will become the people who will take Christianity from one part of Africa and spread it all over. Africa, because most of the settlers, most of them who went back to Liberia were all ministers of the gospel. So America was depending on them to go back to the dark continent and Christianize Africa. But they were also giving a second mandate that in addition to Christianizing Africa, they were supposed to civilize Africa. So uh, they got back to Africa so that they can make sure that uh, the rest of Africa is civilized. Uh, they did a very good job at living in Africa and working with um, other Africans from different parts of the world, like uh, different parts of Africa, like Nelson Mandela, Kwame Nkrumah, Jomo Kenyatta, all those men who fought for the African liberation struggle were mentored by these free black slaves in Liberia. And so they fought to free Africa, but to the extent that they were able to Christianize Africa, that didn't work very well. Um, and so for 150 years, these free black slaves live by themselves in a country that already had indigenous people and they did not integrate with the indigenous people. In 1980, after 150-something years, 
indigenous people revolted. And so you see on the screen uh, some young men with guns, arms. They were, these were child soldiers, sons and daughters of indigenous people who were tired with oppression by the free slaves that came from America. You call them here African Americans. We call them in Liberia American Liberians. They ran away from slavery, went to Africa, and enslaved the people they met in Africa. And so, since 1980, we've been fighting a senseless war about who owns the country, who owns the nation. African Americans say, we own the country. Indigenous people say, no, you people don't own the country. You need to go back to America. And that has been our struggle since 1980. And this struggle has led to many deaths. Right now, our country is a very young country because over these years, these young soldiers, you see, they've killed off most of the old people, the adults. And so we have a country that's led by young people who need direction. So that's the context to which God has called us, a youthful nation. 75% of the population is youth. These boys and girls are addicted to drugs. They are not in school, and they have no relationship with the Lord Jesus. We feel the Lord is telling us to stay in that country and help these young people to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. And this church, you've helped us. You've come alongside us. When my wife and I returned from school, we moved to a community in Liberia, in Monrovia, where Western education was never welcomed. And we decided to start a Christian school called Life Christian Academy. And most of the kids that we have in these schools have parents who either have a disgust for Western education or don't like Christianity or they are kids of uh, boys and girls who are child soldiers or they are kids of people who might have died during the Liberian civil crisis, or they might have been orphaned because of Ebola just recently in 2014. So most of those kids are in our school. Um, Last year, we had about 315, 215 or 315 of these kids. And those of you who have been visiting with us in Liberia, you have been involved in teaching these kids and just playing with them and making their lives happy. We, 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 on behalf of these kids, want to thank you, Pastor Ken, Gary and Paula, the elders of this church, members of this church. Thank you for working with us to have that school going as a Christian school in Liberia. It's a young school. It's a new school, but it's transforming lives. In addition to running that school, 
Lucy is also involved with training girls. So I'd like her to say something about what she does with those girls. We also want to celebrate this Sunday with you. Um, through the Women and Girls Empowerment School that we have running in Liberia, we have um, girls and women who are at risk. And we kind of give them a life skill training, which is we do baking, we do sewing, we do cushioning, we do quilting, and we also teach them how to make their own liquid soap. And we want to celebrate Jesus today through the ministries that we are doing with the women and girls. Some of them are coming to know the Lord as their personal Savior and also supporting their families financially. We want to say thank you to this church because as the team goes to Liberia, they take fabrics for us, pushing pins, thread, needle, and also money for sewing machines. Through these ministries, girls and women are being transformed through the word of God and life skill. They are able to sustain themselves. So we want to say thank you so much for your support and may God richly bless you as you support us to be able to reach out to our brothers and sisters effectively in Liberia. We want to say thank you so much for that. According to the United Nations, um, a little more than 50% of the kids in Liberia die before they, are eight, they reach the age of five. Okay, and uh, they die from waterborne diseases. Uh, that means most of the communities in, in Liberia either get their drinking waters from open ponds or they get their drinking waters from rivers. And, you know, many things can happen. You know, a lot of things take place uh, in, in these rivers that uh, we see running up and down. So, so, so uh, a lot of homes are affected by, you know, waterborne diseases, and kids die and they die and they die and they die a lot before they reach 20, I mean, before they reach the age of five. So we began receiving requests uh, from communities, uh, pastors with whom we work, and asking if Live Life Liberia uh, was an organization that could help them, you know, place wells in their communities. Uh, that wasn't something we, we initially had a, as a focus, but because of the need, you know, for communities to have safe drinking water. And some of the churches that we work with, pastors we work with, we, and, 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 and they have schools, we've gone ahead and uh, raised money, and at the cost of $3,000, you know, we put a well in each of these uh, communities, especially uh, schools, school environments, Christian schools. And uh, so this is something that God is also doing. And we, we, we thank you for giving us financial support uh, and praying for our ministry. But in addition to uh, meeting water and sanitation needs of some of the communities, we also run a pastoral training program, a mobile Bible college. And some of you who uh, went on the trip just recently, 
thank you because you know some of you took some of the courses that I supposed to teach these pastors and Pastor Ken, you you got some Bible college teachers here. Oh yeah, you know, and and these these men and women from here, you know, worked with me, and uh, that was a big relief because most of the time I get to teach these courses, but you people were there, and the entire week they were teaching the courses. I rested. I just yes, I, I just you know took took a back seat and uh, and and I used the time to give myself some rest. So we really want to thank you. Uh, in our pastoral training program, we teach uh, not pastors not only to preach biblical sermons, not to do church administration perfectly only, but we also teach them some life skills, agriculture, you know, and we talk about farming God's way. Um, with, with a background in agriculture, myself before coming to ministry, uh, we, we teach pastors farming God's way. Simple methods, you know, to raise their own, you know, little gardens. We call well-watered gardens. And, and, and some of these pastors can sell some pepper and bitter bulbs and, you know, eggplants and, you know, cabbage and things from their, from their little gardens or corn. Um, we, we want to thank you for supporting us because without your support, I will not be able to teach these pastors. Um, finally, we talked about the Life Christian Academy, that it's four years old. You helped us with the building, the, the, the bamboo structure we've been using. It was this church that helped us to build that building. Um, according to the Ministry of Health, our building is no longer conducive for learning, so we have to change from using a bamboo structure to a concrete building. Well, again, we share that with Gary and, and the leaders of this church. You people were able to help us with funds to develop the foundation for a two-level or two-story building that will have 26 classrooms uh, if, if, if finished. And that's going to extend um, our intake. We will be able to take more young people in and influence them, if you like, indoctrinate them positively, you know, with the gospel of Jesus Christ and send them out to transform their, their communities. So the foundation is, is finished. We need to carry the walls up. We need to be able to have the first 13 classrooms finished. But we have not been able to do that because we are short on the finances to do so. Will you join us in asking the Father to make provisions financially so that this building can begin to go up? Will you join us to pray about that? Thank you. You've supported us, and we know that's something you want to be praying about. Thank you for partnering with us. And our encouragement to you is don't give up. Don't give up on us. Don't give up on Liberia. Don't give up on the children of Liberia. God is still going to use your faithfulness in giving so that he can transform the lives of people and young people in our country. So thank you for partnering with us, and thank you for supporting us.
Javier.